Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Made and Paid Show. I have an exciting announcement for everybody. We are officially, this is the 100th episode. This is episode number 100 of American Made and Paid. Isn't that crazy? We've been doing this, what, six months? Try to be as consistent as possible. And I know we're still kind of ghetto in our setup, but it's going to get better. It's going to get more sophisticated. But this is, yeah, you can hear the baby crying already. Yeah, no, don't worry. But, they're they're but leaving. This is awesome, man. I can't yeah. wait for 100 episodes. And we've done this 100 times, 100 hour-long episodes. It's pretty incredible. I didn't think that we would have enough to ramble about, but surely whenever we talk, there's no shortage of that. So I'm always excited. So thank you for being an awesome co-host. And uh, let's... No, nah, cool. That's yeah, actually pretty cool, the baby, you know. Hey, yeah. 100. <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty amazing. No, but anyway, so uh, yeah, that's actually... I thought we were still in the 80s. No, this is episode number 100 as wow. of this so, Wow, wow, wow. That's, and, that's you actually know what? pretty good. For those of you who have stuck through us through all the ramblings and the I don't like the way you guys talk, I like that some... Well, some people like the show. I mean, some people hate it, but I don't care. I mean, this is a... <laughs> Christian, political, business, whatever comes to mind, politically incorrect talk show. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, but let's let's jump into the topic at hand. Something that a very kind listener of ours sent in was uh, Amber Geiger. Amber Geiger, which was this uh, Dallas police officer who actually shot her unarmed black neighbor for mistaking him. And we've talked about cops mistaking other people and shooting them before. But the big takeaway here was the forgiveness aspect of the, I believe it was the individual's brother. Is that correct? Did you catch that? Shoot. Uh, <laughs> for the 100th episode, it sucks because you, you froze for a oh, good time. I said Amber Geiger, you know, about the forgiveness aspect. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I didn't hear what you, I know you said something about the forgiveness aspect, but my gut, seriously, when I heard it, no, I was mad. I was like, man, this, yeah. because here's the thing. Uh, there is no way there is, because this is not something police deal with at the, on the line of duty. So what she did wasn't, she wasn't, you know, this is, ah, cause I, I'm right now I'm a little flustered. Uh, you know, because this gets my goat really, really bad. Like this is just one. This is really horrific. Yeah. Uh, just to put it lightly, but this has nothing to do with her being a police officer. Right. It, this has nothing to do with it. She wasn't on duty. Uh, you know, she was literally going home. She was actually in her complex. She walked into another another person's apartment and shot him to death yeah it wasn't like you know oh hey 
this, you know, you open your door. So, so yeah, but real quick, real quick, let's dive into it more, but I want to interject and say that this relates to what we talked about yesterday, which is like, it's okay for, I'm glad that the brother forgives her, but she still has a penalty, right? A consequence for her actions. I know yesterday we talked about the whole cause and effect thing. You still have to do that, but go on on your tirade. Cause I know you. you yeah. Well, we'll see. Question. But that's the thing. It's like, okay. So no, but we're talking about the forgiveness aspect, but the thing is this, she was a regular citizen mm-hmm. who made a massive mistake. Yeah. Mistake. She screwed and, up, that's for sure. Well, I, and my thing is <clears throat> just looking at it from a professional aspect, I do not believe she mistaken her apartment for his apartment. That, I don't think so either. How does that happen? Yeah, she's not retarded. She's not, you know, she is a trained quote-unquote professional. Although, as we said earlier, Cops are undereducated. Undereducated. We've said that so many times. Arm <laughs> the firefighters. They don't freak out. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's the truth. And because of that, I we honestly don't know what she's going through. She might have killed somebody or hurt somebody pretty bad, and she's suffering from PTSD. That's legitimate. And because of their low education, I will allow that. But my initial reaction, I was pissed. I was like, oh, man, how can... She only get 10 years. That's insane. It's like, you know, she yeah. should have got the death penalty or something, you know, like in my that, mind. That, that's your justice system. I know this is good that we're talking about it because yeah, you know what? I think she should have gotten more. action was that? That was but my I, initial I, I agree. I agree. I think, you know, 25 to life would have been a more appropriate sentence. Yeah, but the Christian side of me said something totally like, because right. that, that's the thing. My gut told me this and that. And then my, after I calmed down, I was like, crap, you know, we don't, you know, like prisons are bad. This isn't how you deal with things. Uh, you know, like this whole system was, was is just, I don't want to say the system is corrupt, but the whole system, how we dole out justice is just wrong. It's just not how we deal with people. Should she be in jail? You know, I mean, if it was up to me, no consequence. Yeah. I mean, well, see, but if it was up to me, I would make these types of consequences. Like if I was like the mayor, I would get rid of the jails and say, look, for all our prisoners who go through the justice system, they're going to, you know, owe us a debt, you know, and they're going to do things for our society. I don't care what the heck it is, whether they're going to be, uh, you know, training people or doing some kind of uh, servitude work, you know, like, you know, maybe she has to go work with retarded kids or something and wipe their, you know, change their. Well, diet. that's what I'm saying. Community service or just a li- it might have to be a lifetime of servitude, right? You know, that type of thing yeah, or something or you know something what I mean? because, because prison is not have yeah. the right to make money and yeah. earn a living. So do we dictate, do we make her a slave? Basically, that's what servitude is. But the, well, not a slave. Uh, and yeah. how do we know somebody's honestly repented? So 
Well, well, but see, but that's the thing. It's can like, I just say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, to... can I just real quickly say, I'm happy to hear about your, uh, your, no, nah, dude, now that you're a Christian, it's great. I don't want to say that, there, but that's, that's cause this is awesome. The old <laughs> you would have been like, you know, dude, she, you'd be shot, killed, jailed, you know, that kind of thing. But no, but, but, but this... I, I'm conflicted too. Cause my, I, I will say like, I have a, a legalistic justice type brain as well. And I do agree. I agree that I don't think that the best thing is 25 to life, right? Because is that, I mean, this, well, this, here's the thing. And the, the brother of the, of the person who was shot forgave her. And, you know, and it's, I know it's like yeah. if anybody, if anybody has, has some grounding for that, it's got to be the guy's own brother, right? Not even. Yeah, we'll see, but they're under persecution. See, because, yeah. well, and, and this is the thing. And, and well, like before, because I, I don't really want to jump into the Christianity part because it really is deep. Like the Christian part could, could yeah. probably take two hours, but I want to get into the ghetto aspect first. <laughs> yes, yes, always. Because guys, as all you know, on this show, we give you the street view, the conservative view, and then the right yeah. view. Yeah. And the thing is, if you look at it from the ghetto's perspective, like, my initial reaction, I wanted to like, serious. I mean, I don't know why, but for whatever reasons, I just wanted to beat the, you know, crap out of this lady. Just like restraint there. Yeah. Lay boot on her. Just, just, you know, and, and cause it, this is, I'm, you know, there was a time I was not beyond beating up a woman. I wouldn't, I, I would not care if it was a guy or girl, I would treat you equally and lay boot on anybody. And uh, it's just how it works. You know, like that I was, you know, like as an example, uh, the time I was telling you about when we got 32 counts of attempted murder. Uh, that's really crazy. Every time you bring that up, I'm like, man. That's well, no, it, it was, this is even crazier. So my boy was handcuffed, right? He was already handcuffed. And then the girl who this centered around, obviously all of these things always happen because of some chick. But the girl who was the center. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's funny. Every, no, it's, it's, always, true. it's true. Guys will kill each other over women. Anyways, that's yeah. my that's no, the only like part. Great battles have always happened because of women. Like the first war, kind of like in the Bible, you know. The, the Anyway, but I don't want to get into that. Uh, but the woman who this was about, she came running up to my boy and, and you know, he goes, he's the one that started and starts hitting him, right? Just hitting him, hitting him, and the cops are doing nothing. So my boy, who was handcuffed, literally kicked her in the head. <laughs> and just, boom, and she, you know, hit the floor. And then, uh, the you know, the cops threw him on the floor. And I think that's how he broke his back because they broke his spine, you know, during the fight. And I, but I think it happened when, after he kicked the girl, his foot was still up, and when he got slammed to the floor, that's you know the force. He would you know the force. Uh, you know his back just snapped, and uh, I think that's how he broke his back. Um, but anyway, but that mentality is strong with every non-Christian person on the. Because you know you hate to say things like this, but. You know, there is no Christianity. Like, people just don't believe in Christianity because why? You know, we have that mentality that if, if something's bad in our life, it's God's fault. It's God's fault when something's good. It's God's fault when something's bad. 
And that's sure. why, like, when you see those football players praying, and I want to give all the glory to God, you know, for – no, 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 no. They're doing it wrong. But that's, that's also another tangent. But on that belief system or that fact of, of the streets, that's how it is. Think about it. Why do we riot? You know, we riot because we have nothing else to do. What else can a crazy person do? And I'll say this. When I, before I was a Christian, mm-hmm. I could honestly look back and say, I was like a mentally ill person. Without Christ, you are literally mentally ill. So if you're a mentally ill person, and lost I'm admitting there's a better word to say it. I like to say lost. Yeah, but lost people, you know, when your GPS breaks, you're lost. But seriously, without Christ. Spiritually lost. Yeah, no, but you really are mentally ill. And this I'm going to prove this fact right now. So what does a crazy person do to themselves? They, they engage themselves. in self. Boom, exactly. And that's why we riot. When something like this happens, like seriously, after I, you know, after the whole... I want to kick this lady's ass. I was like, well, fuck it. Let's just ride instead. <laughs> that was my second default. My first default was kick her in the head. My second one was let's riot. And so what because is your- why? Because what else can we do? There is nothing else that we can do except hurt ourselves because we have no justice. A mentally ill person wants to hurt themselves. And that's why we riot. The community, like the, I don't want to say just black communities, because I saw a bunch of Mexicans looting the stores too. The Korean stores in LA. <laughs> LA riots in the 90s. Yeah, you know, but I, yeah. you touch on something that's incredibly important with the response that happens yeah. to something like this, which is the immediate thing is if it's not justice for her, it's let's break some stuff in the streets. And, yeah. and, it's, and it's, it's, it's breaking the things of people who weren't even responsible for that. That's, that's, the, that's always the... No, but think about hilarious it. thing is it's it's like, I just like, you know how when people say I'm so angry, I just need to punch something. I just need to break something. And yeah. then they, they literally, if they don't take it out on themselves, they take it out on other people. Well, see, that's the first response. And then the second response would be to hurt yourself. And when you riot, you are rioting in your own house, in your own neighborhood. You're hurting yourself by hurting those businesses. You hurt yourself, but that's what mentally ill people do. That's what life is. That's extraordinary. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah, because what else are you going to do? Yeah. What, what, I've what never else thought of it that do? way. That's interesting. You can't hurt other people because you're so, going to go to jail. So what? Okay, so. But if you hurt yourself, eh, nobody cares. So you talk about the street thing to do, right? Which is what people normally do. Now, what's, what's the right thing to do? Okay, well, see, that's my. Uh, so then after that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you go through this process of like, what's the. No, well, you got to catch yourself. So I'm sitting yeah. there. So, you know, first, you know, reaction kicker. Second one, nah, call our, you know, start rioting, throw bricks and stuff like that into windows. And then, but after that, I was like, okay, you know what? What would Jesus do? What would, what would Jesus want us to do? What, you know, if this happened to him, what would, what would happen? So you have to think logically and the, the honest to goodness truth is we have to find it. You know, we got to love her. We have to love this person because if you love yourself, you're not going to hurt, you know, I'm not going to kick somebody in the head and put yourself in jail, taking me away from, you know, my baby and my family. 
You know what I mean? That's what violence does. When you act on violence, you're hurting not just yourself, but your, your own family. So what am I going to do? You have to forgive. You have to forgive this person. But when you forgive somebody, how do you teach this person how to act correctly? how to take away her own violence. How do you get her to repent, right? Without forcing. Yeah, her. man. And that's what that's, that's, that's the real question. Cause yeah, corrective, so that, corrective, right. corrective institutions, correctional facilities do anything, but they turn you into more yeah. violent people. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's it. No, but you know, uh, so that's what happens. Our system right now turns ourselves, us Christian type people into more violent anti-christians it's that's what the system does this system has been taken over successfully by the progressives who are either atheists or the devil's workers like they literally work for the devil like they had to have made a deal with the devil to say you know what i will get all of this success all like all those temptations that i'm imagining jesus went through the progressives accepted it in exchange for all this power and to reign over our society. It but has to this be guy as a Christian, but think about how much restraint or I should say faith he has anchored to be able to. Yeah, but he's breaking it down. That. He's breaking it down. He's his faith is being tested right now. It is because yeah. again, like, cause okay. So let's get, I want to like, this is like the second phase uh, of the thing. Now that we know we have to forgive, how do you forgive? This atheist group uh, and your, and your uh, listener was the one that tipped us off on this uh, uh, lawsuit. But some atheist group, <laughs> it's literally the, the group is called the Freedom of, of uh, Freedom from uh, Religious, uh, you know, whatever it is. But basically, an atheist group is now trying to get the judge disbarred basically because you know you have to be a lawyer to be a judge so if if you get disbarred or disciplined she could lose her judgeship but here's the thing i don't know if i you know like i'm still on the fence like did this lady do the right thing i don't know because i don't know enough about the new testament to understand if she did the right thing or not but according to the lawsuit she gave the Amber lady, already. Yeah. she gave Amber um, a Bible. And then she told her exactly where to start reading in the Bible and was giving her all of these passages to, you know, help her understand what she did. And, you know, and, and, and you know, just a lot of stuff. I was reading it and I was like, huh, very interesting. But like the only thing I didn't agree with was she should have just started off with the first and second commandment and, and go with Romans. You, you know what I mean? Because I, I honestly believe Romans is so important that. Well, the whole aspect of also overcome evil with good is also needs to be understood. And yeah. I think that's a hard thing to swallow. I mean, here's the thing, man. Part of me can't, blame the guy if he acted improperly i can't blame him for acting well, it's a black properly. lady the judge is a black woman uh-huh so the judge is a black woman 
and the brother's black and the officer's white. So nobody in the right mind is going to say, oh, they're racist. No, it was tried by a black woman, you mm. know, and the, and the family was black and if they could forgive. But here's the thing. So now that this atheist group is saying all of these things, how this woman acted improperly, and she said in her own defense, she came out with a statement uh, yesterday that said, hey, look, I cannot refuse this woman a hug, you know, because she also gave her a hug. Yeah. And uh, she, I couldn't refuse her a hug. And their argument is that they're proselytizing. And I'm thinking, no, actually, that's not because... The trial already ended. The sentencing already ended. So now she's on her unofficial duties. She didn't take off her robe, but... Yeah, giving the hug and... Yeah, I can't believe people are... It's over. It's already over. See, because their legal argument is this. See, there's a legal argument. When you're acting in official capacity, you cannot talk... Uh, or evangelic, uh, you can't be evangelical while you're making your decisions. You have to make your decisions based on the law. The law, yeah. Which is, which is, I and think, even the Bible tells us to do that. Recognize yes. in a court of law, actually. Yes. So because we were ruled by the judges for a long yeah. time. That, well, see, I, that I don't know, but if you I'm read, guessing that that's what the Bible said. And yeah, so you're verifying my guess. <laughs> so I'm going to take it as truth now because <laughs> I don't know the Bible. I'm trusting you on this. But here's the thing. And, and this is the legal, like it's a First Amendment uh, 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 claim. And it's been argued many, many times that a person in authority cannot use their government capacity to endorse or, uh, or, or, or I don't know, what's that word, evangelicalize? They, they call it a well, Yeah, you can't. Proselytizing. But relig- re- religious freedom is part of that First Amendment, right? Now, if it comes, I feel like where the atheists are coming from, it's like you can't mix government and God, right? Yeah, but, 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 but that First Amendment is uniform with religious freedom well, yeah but what but what it means in 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 practical terms is that the government cannot stop any person or organization from their religious practices that's all that means so the government itself cannot be a you know baptist like i can't say, like the city of san francisco could never be a baptist city you know what i mean like no government entity <laughs> could ever say yeah no but it's the truth that's that's the thing they, the government cannot do that and, and why because it's gonna you know lead to religious you know persecution eventually because what if the city of san francisco is a baptist city ran by baptists what if these baptists got it wrong what if they ignore roman and then they're like because it's i don't even know what that's called but you know like you were explaining to me. <laughs> it's like you're my teacher. So, but you're the one that actually told me about, you know, you don't go to heaven based on your works. You know what I mean? And so many Christians believe that. Yeah. All, and I'm, you know, like these mega churches, these, you it's know, all works based. It's not. Yeah. 
They have it wrong. They have it wrong. Yeah, no, but that's my point. So the majority of Christians, whether they're Catholic, whether they're Jehovah's Witnesses, I don't think so, but almost everybody else, you know, like a lot of these Christians believe that you go to heaven based on good works. That's a major problem. And because of that, that's what leads to atheists becoming atheists because they believe bad works is leads to punishment from God. Right. And, and that, no, but it's the truth, right? Right? Yeah. So, so because of that, and because look, I believe that. You know what I mean? I believe I was a bad man, therefore I'm going to go to hell. So fuck it, why change? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and why? Because I can never make up for my bad past never like because i know what i did there is no way i could ever and that's the thing that's the other part i know this woman amber can never make up for what she done unless she repents unless the only thing you can do is accept jesus because look i'm telling you now when you're a murderer there is no way you're a christian you don't believe in god you don't and if you do believe in God, you don't understand the word of Jesus. You don't. There's something about angry, violent people, which is probably why I always hated fighting. You know what I mean? It was always wrong to me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, remember how we we're talking about, like, you know, how I'm anti-UFC and all, because there's something inherently wrong with that. You know what I mean? I know it's a sport and everything else, but, you know, like, just knowing what it is, going through it there's something wrong and now i understand it because i never accepted jesus and because of that it allowed me to be bad but it's the same thing with this amber lady it maybe it took her to kill somebody to find out that this was the turning point yeah it's and that's a that's a story for a lot of people that's why it, it's you know there's another thing and I, again our listeners are gonna have to bear with me we're both christians here so you know what this is our show i'm just gonna say it <laughs> but you could say arguably that she was dead up until that point that the judge and that brother showed her kindness oh no i know it. she was dead yeah and because and and, and that's that's part. actually written in the book of ephesians right there's a, a i have it pulled up ephesians 2 1 is he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the course of the world according to the prince of power in the air the spirit now works in the sons of disobedience among whom also we all conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature listen to this because this is going to resonate with you yeah. we're by nature children of wrath just as the others it's it's written it's not like none of this stuff is complicated i tell people all the time when you say no one broke down romans to me i'm like yeah because nobody looked it up (laughs) just like the case laws that you do it's like nobody looked it up so let me let me get into the legal aspect right so let's get back on track with legal aspect and how this applies to real law so the because you have to look at it when when a judge Whoever the bar is, whatever judges are sitting on the, or attorneys are sitting on that bar, who's going to look at and review this judge, I think it's a judge reviewing it. They're going to look at it in a two-prong standard. The first one would be, how was her behavior while this was happening? It was fine. The atheist group made no claims that she was inappropriate during the trial. Sure. 
So the second thing would be, was she acting in her official capacity? So I would argue this, yes, she was technically in her unofficial capacity, not her official capacity. She didn't get a Bible from the court. She didn't have a Bible in her, you know, she didn't have a, a, a you know, Texas made King James Version Bible, you know, bought with county money, right? It wasn't bought and purchased. It was her own personal stash, probably in her own personal workspace, because you are allowed, if you're a government employee, you are allowed a private locker that nobody can get into. You need a warrant to get into my locker because it's my own personal yeah. property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you just can't walk in just because like your employer cannot just walk into so, your so, locker. So, so here's the deal, right? It's not the government or the courts giving her the Bible. It is the personal property of the judge in an unofficial capacity, one citizen to another giving her the Bible. Yes, after everything. After everything was concluded. Got it. Okay, you know what? So I would win. Like, if I was defending yeah, yeah. I this goes back to the heartbeat. This, yeah, yeah, you would have destroyed but them. Yeah. The argument is this. The, what the atheists are going to, and the attorney for the atheists are going to say is this. Well, she was in her robe, and that's a government official robe. But and that, but but the court was adjourned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so, the, so, so shut up, you adjourned. know. Court's adjourned, and the judge says so. Oh, what does that mean? I got to take my shoes off. I got to sanctify the, the ground that I have to give Miss Amber Geigen a, a Bible. Like, come on, like that's silly. She was wearing the robes. It's like, what if she were in her car in her judge's robes on the way home? Yeah, you know, no, but here's the thing. <laughs> she could easily make this argument. It, was, it would be inappropriate for me to disrobe and take up my robe in front of people. That's because a good it, one. That's, I didn't think of that. It makes it yeah. seem like I'm in defiance of, of the Or contempt court of or, the court, contempt of yeah, your own court. Like, yeah, no, that's, you know, see, see, this is, that's why, like, these atheists need to just chill out. Like, by the way, <laughs> you know, like, I would have left it at... The court's adjourned. She's already been sentenced. Yeah. No going back from that. It's like, it's not like, oh, by the way, uh, you know, it's like, no, now it's from one human to another. It's not. And like, it was, and I, she went. I'm not your bar. judge or jury anymore. This is just from one person to another. Here's a Bible. Here's John 3, 16, you know, like. No, but she, her, it was her, uh, I don't know what, I don't even know what this is, but it was her study Bible. It, it's it oh. was the King James Bible, right? But she uses it for some kind of study, yeah. And it had writings in it and oh, whatever. Like I don't know, but so I don't even know how these guys even knew it. <laughs> but that Bible had right like her because knowing in knowing there. atheists, if if there's any mention of the Bible or Christianity, they will pounce on it. That is the nature of Christianity in this world. And it's proven right now in that verse that I just read you. Because yeah. you once walked according to the course of this world, right? The yeah, who works in the sons of disobedience. It's Ephesians 2. <laughs> I like and, it. And the, the end of it. Of disobedience. That's a right. good name for a band. <laughs> but, but, and, and, but, but here's the important thing. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh of the mind and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Everything that you have said, I'm basically just saying, hey, you're not wrong, because here it is written. It's plain and simple. Everything that we've talked about, about anger, 
about wrath and rioting on this episode, it is it is right here. And that's that's why I know that we're right about this because I can show it to you in the King James Bible. Like we're not pulling this out of our butts. People are like, oh, what are these guys? And it's like, no, it's written right here. I so, like it. I like it. I really, I like it so much. The children of disobedience. I, I'm not kidding you. That, that's a good name for a punk rock band. <laughs> it really is. I'm telling everything comes from the Bible. It's insane. It yeah. is insane how these yeah. things just, I like it though. The spirit that now works, but it's the truth. The spirit, like my spirit, like my soul. Dude, when I was one of them kids of disobedience, dude, I was bad bad i mean just bad and you know what though i was glorified for it all my friends you know come on he kicked a girl right in the head while handcuffed you know what i mean he didn't care why because when you go in it's like oh that's the dudes because you know there was two cops involved and 32 other people it was just me and my boy I mean, and my other boy, but he doesn't fight unless he has a weapon. So, but but, do you, but, but he saved our lives. But you but, know what I mean. But so that's what I'm trying to say is I'm glad that the judge gave her that Bible and gave her John 16. But you know what, 316. But you know what you said that was true. Somebody should have broken down Romans and whatnot. I'm telling her right now. It's like if you had shown her Ephesians two and Romans, you know, like what I've shown you and everything. It's not that I, I think that where she is is a good starting point. But this is like context because for people like you who need like where does it say right here clear as day like that yeah. first two verses doesn't that explain everything that no, we just- and, the, and the and the next two well two four and two five yeah and two six explain what we need to do after exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, see, but see what i'm trying to say is it's everywhere if you look into the bible it fits perfectly because it's god's perfect law it's perfect works which means it's like whether you saw that in romans or you saw that in ephesians or whatnot it's gonna show up there's a solution there's always like a here's what you're dealing with here's how to solve it and this is the best way of going about doing it and this oh, oh even more importantly this is how you're feeling right now and I already know. You see what I mean? Because it would be one thing to say, this is what you do when somebody kills another person, you forgive. But even God knows that you are children of wrath. He knows that yeah. like, you're reasonably angry. Like, but, and then the, the, the next passage is, but, but God, right? So yeah. I get it, but here's a solution. I get it, but there's you know, love and grace and all that. So like, I really, I'm inspired by, you know, the guy's brother. Now, granted, I know a lot of people who are, this is kind of what leads me to my next thing with Kanye West, right? As a Christian. Before we get with Kanye West. Yeah. uh, I want to get into how the black lives matter. Oh no. They're they're going after. They're going to chastise the. Well, no, they're already chastising the brother and the brother's backtracking. You, you know, like his forgiveness and all this other stuff. Just a little, but he's cracking. But the judge is just, is holding firm. The judge so is the Christian lady. Community, but see, a black is, judge, black Christian lady, because she's successful. And, you yeah, know no, but it's the truth. It's it, the it, truth. So the judge is not, you know, she's holding firm and saying she did nothing wrong. And uh, she's taking the backlash from Black Lives Matter and bullshit like that. But then the, the other, the, the brother, you know, he's, I believe he's a Christian that's the type of Christian that is, uh, 
like you know like a, you know like those um you know like I, I don't know what they call it, reward based christianity that's a good word for it because you know I mean, yeah well that's another word for works based christianity yeah yeah which works is, which is flawed yeah, works based which is yeah, works based christian so you know what i mean so i think he's torn between like real christianity that you had shown me and then the work based um what's that works based christianity but in psychology they call it rewards based you know like positive reinforcement negative reinforcement you take something away to get a uh, uh, increase the behavior or you give somebody something to increase the behavior and uh, that's crazy that's a crazy way to be a christian because it doesn't work that way it really doesn't so but anyway so now let's get into kanye west because i know we're running out of time well um, kanye is an interesting thing that he's proclaimed his his faith as a born-again christian he's not going to make secular music anymore and here's the thing the first thing i want to preface this is with kanye is not somebody that i will outwardly say oh he is a christian or he's not because you no one can really possibly know that but what i will say is this people need to understand that kanye has had a history of flip-flopping that's all I'm going to say. He's had a history of flip-flopping. Because mm. his first album had a really, really great Christian song on it, Jesus Walks. You know, he has, he's been vocal about his belief in God and faith or whatnot. But the same way I look at Kanye West is the same way I look at any other pastor of a megachurch. Do you really know? You're only going to know by their fruit. Not by works necessarily, but by their fruit, right? And how he Because here's the thing. Let's say Kanye switched places with that brother, that Amber guy killed her brother, right? Would yeah. Kanye have acted the same way? I'll say, I mean, I don't want to be presumptuous here. But, but he probably, might, and then he might flip-flop like the brother. Right, right. But see, that's the thing. So I know a lot of people are excited about, a lot of people are excited about Kanye and everything, but. Oh, what were you saying? No, say it again. You froze. I was saying again. I froze. What I was saying was, yeah, would Kanye have have acted appropriately like the guy did? And the thing is, there's no way to really know. He might have, right? But here's also another thing that we see a lot. Kanye is in a position where, like, when we look at history, music artists, they do this thing where they make secular music for a while, and then they make Christian gospel music to, to kind of get back yeah. on track and then they go back to secular music. That's all I'm going to say. Cause that yeah. Randy Travis was like that. Alan Jackson was like that. Katy Perry started off as a gospel singer. You know, there's, there's, oh, yeah, that's right. I know. Yeah. So, Perry. so what I'm trying to say is guys, like just cause Kanye says he's not making secular music no more. Don't get so excited. Right. You have to, we have to see, y you will only know by his conviction in the word and, him actually you know in his fruit that's that's really the simple thing there's a parable in the bible about you know the the tree and the branches right and if it's a weak it's if it's not rooted in the word of god it's it's easy to unearth it because it's just shallow right so it's like if, yeah. if say, a life-changing moment hits him is he just gonna you know he's and, and that's entirely possible is he still suffering from mental illness or has god freedom from that and and part of kanye's testimony i would like to think is being free from all of that and showing again, like this is not for me to decide, but even showing a willingness to give all that stuff up, to walk away from all that garbage. Well, you know, I, like 
It's, I mean, you don't, you, this I might, have no way of knowing. You see, that's well, well, but, but here's how you can kind of tell, actually, like his fruit. If you look at Kim Kardashian, she's not as repulsive as she used to be. Like, she's really changing her life. He's getting a like, law degree. We talked about this before. Yeah. So, you know <laughs> what I mean? But then, and they're actually doing things for other people, which is, you know, you know what I mean? It's like they're still doing the like I honestly don't know much about their show. <laughs> but I don't see them as much on TMZ as yeah. like the younger sister Jenner, uh Kylie Jenner. Kylie, yeah. You, you know what I mean? So it's like and I think her getting out of the limelight might be a testament to like they're honestly are living more christian or maybe well you never you only know by their fruit that's the thing i always say like it's not necessarily the works right because nobody knows their heart except for god but you will know based on the fruit based on who they when they were arguing with the president over you know the release of certain people that was kind of done under the radar i didn't see kim Kardashian because it was kim kardashian was the one that actually did it but then she couldn't get in to see the president. But only I don't know why he chose Kanye West, but he did. You know what I mean? So it was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, Kanye West was the one, you know, to do the arguing. So I don't know, like, for the fact that she didn't meet the president directly, I don't know. It's like, why didn't she do it? She so, allowed so, her husband I, to do I, it. I also, I also have another thing I want to touch on Which with is Kanye. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, but that's that's weird. But one thing I also want to touch on real quick, back to Amber Geiger and the forgiveness thing. I think the reason why the atheists are all mad about it is that if that kind of behavior spreads, atheism is out of luck. That's how you change people. And they yeah. don't want that. That's all I'm going to say. But back to Kim and Kanye. Well, no, but that's actually a pretty interesting point because think about it. Can you imagine if, you know, a lot of preachers started preaching what's in romans and now ephesians, uh, ephesians. And, and the gospel you know what I mean? because yeah, that would new testament so many questions but they don't see that's the problem is a lot of preachers thank god i have a really hardcore fundamental baptist pastor i listen to right you know that's yeah. got a little crazy but like you know it's it's he, his no, doctrine but, is sound his doctrine is on point i like i'm telling you this i know this my bible i know the new testament because I had a preacher that was like, dude, if you're not reading it, like, no wonder you can't defend yourself. No wonder you don't know anything. And it's easy for your faith to be shaken if you're not rooted in the word. You, it has to come from here. And I've told people this, like, when people say, I feel like God is saying this. And I feel like God means don't go off of what you think he means. <laughs> it, why would you go off of the meaning when it says so explicitly? That's yeah. the beautiful thing is that God is not the author of confusion. It says so clear as day. It's like if you want the answers, they're written right there. And you're yeah, even telling it's me very like very simple. It's very simple. And and the thing is, because people get caught up with the whole, well, the Bible's not meant to be taken literally. As a matter of fact, it's a pretty literal book. And the people that say you don't take it literally. Why wouldn't you take it literally? Because it allows you to excuse yourself for certain behaviors that are not good in the eyes of God. Like, for example, I'll give you a perfect example, right? Virginity, 
sexual immorality is an ambiguous thing in the Bible. That's the biggest things that Christians like to justify is, oh, sexual immorality could just mean, you know, like I remember the patriarchs like Abraham had like 10 wives and David had 10 wives and it's like, it's okay to sleep around. <laughs> and that's the, the problem is people are like, well, I think when God says this, it means, it must mean this. And the problem with that is when people say, well, I think what it means is, is why we have a lot of what we talked about these preachers like talking about all kinds of stuff and not reading from the from the real word because here's the thing if you see it show up in the bible once you can find that same thing reworded similarly explicitly in five or six different places that's why when i say to you like you can look in romans or you can look in ephesians they say the same stuff and they almost that's why when people preach the bible thoroughly you'll see that they don't just refer to one verse they'll refer to five or six other books old testament and new that say the same thing and that's how you know god's trying to be crystal clear because his goal is not to confuse you the bible like it's confusing if you don't have the spirit it's confusing if you don't have christ but remember what happened to you when he's like once you accepted christ and you looked at it didn't it just make sense all of a sudden no, not just that, but your whole life makes sense. Exactly. All of your past makes sense. It's like, yeah, okay, that was that's, easy. That's well, that's what I'm trying to say is, why, like, here's the thing: why would God make a book that was so complicated that only people who went to theology school could understand? As a matter of fact, the people that go to theology school are trying to make themselves smarter than everybody else by saying, "Well, I know Greek, I know Aramaic, so I know the Bible better than you do." You don't need that. Okay, like the, the, the thing is, it's the true preserved word. Why would God keep it hidden? Or why would God only reserve it for the smartest of people? That's not the case. It even says so clear as they, anybody, even children can read this and understand it. You know why? Because it's crystal clear. The problem is because people don't read it. Just like the case laws we talk about with civil rights and everything, it's, yeah. it's the same thing. People don't read it for what it is. It's just like, well, I'm not sure where it says. Okay, then let's let's go take a look. And, and I'm I'm telling you right now, you will find the answers you're looking for if you even just picked it up and read it. I'm serious because people are too often or go, well, it doesn't say that, so eh, it must be okay. Eh, you know, and then, and that's the problem is because you didn't even look. No, but it's interesting because. Oh my God, this is so weird. But okay, so, you know, Lady Hawk, you know, the listener, that thing she sent you was actually very interesting. There was a couple who were Christians. They didn't have sex before marriage and all this other stuff, right? And they couldn't have children. So she went to her pastor and her pastor kept telling her, hey, you know, you got, you know, pray on it, pray on it, you know, and, and pray, uh-huh. pray, pray, and you'll have a baby. <laughs> and, but you know, that's flawed. And that's the problem. Everybody is praying the wrong way or they're, they want something. You know what I mean? Like, instead of just accepting, Hey, look, you can't have kids. It's just how it works. You know, like maybe you could adopt or maybe you could work with children you know, there's all the things you can do. You know what I mean? Like, you know, don't hate God or, or, you know what I mean? Like, don't look to prayer to get a baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it, it, was, it, 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 it's, it's freeloading. You know, it's like you asking know, God. See, but that's just what 
you know, but there are that, but that's what people think. Like, okay, so another one would be this: Don Rickles is a very, very, you know, funny, but in-your-face type of comedian. He was roasting Ronald Reagan, right? <laughs> and he was, dude. He was funny. He was like, "Hey, Secretary Souls, am I going too fast for you? Am I going too fast? Or I need to slow down for you?" You know, because you know. Talking about his, uh, his his mental state, and then he goes to uh, Billy Graham, right? I don't know if you know who Billy Graham yeah, is, but Billy popular. Graham was yeah. one of the most, yeah, very famous mega church style, like one of the first mega church pastors. And he goes to Billy Graham, and he goes, "Oh, Billy Graham's in the audience. You know, my hand hurts. You know, can you do me something? Can can you, can you do something for it? And he, yeah. he goes, my hand, my hand, my my wrist. <laughs> I got a pain in my wrist. Can you do something? You know what I mean? Just making a comment about that because that kind of stuff is wrong. Like you know, like you shouldn't be asking for healing or anything else like that. You know what I mean? Like, well, you can pray for healing, but it's kind of just like. I always think of it as like, well, what are you doing about it too? You know what I mean? Like, what, what are you, what is God calling you to do as a result of that? See, when you told me that thing yesterday about finding a counselor or whatnot, it was because it was a thing that you were really, I really believe that that's how God meant it to be. That's what you were desiring, but you had to put in the work. You had to, there had to be forward momentum into it. The problem is at the end of the day, God can't steer a parked car. You know, it's just like if you're not in motion and you're not giving value or blessing other people and you're always thinking about me, 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 well, that's carnal and that's selfish in itself because it's all about what you want, right? Maybe maybe that's not what God has in store. Maybe that's not for you. And that's that's a hard thing to accept for people is that the goal should be fixation on Christ, not on what you want. And the funny thing is when you do that, it just kind of, Hap- that's why there's an amazing verse uh, about seeking God's kingdom first and then everything gets added on you because if that was all that you needed to feel content with life and enough everything else that comes in is just an added bonus but you know it's not going to make or break you but when you make yeah. children the cornerstone of your faith and if you don't get it whoo you satisfying yourself for somebody else you see what I mean like it's not like, and a lot of people will do that. They think of faith in God as a transactional thing. It's kind of like, I'm only going to go to church to find a good wife. It's like, come yeah, on, man. Like, yeah. yeah, we talk. <laughs> but, no, but, but the thing is, I'm telling you now, I, don't, I could never pray for myself. I have to, not, not that I, you pray, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like prayers, like for me, it's like not just meditation, but it's showing my appreciation for God. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, cause I really do appreciate like almost everything now. It's insane. Even though like we're living in where we live in San Francisco, it sucks. <laughs> I yeah, still that's an understatement. Yeah. No, because you know, there, there's like this big ass Christian church. That's almost always empty <laughs> in San Francisco. Where I park my car. It's always getting robbed. I hate it. But, you know, <laughs> But my, my, you know, like I'm thinking, it's like, you know, there is no reason why Christianity couldn't take hold in San Francisco. Absolutely no really? reason. I agree with yeah, that 100%. No reason at all. But, you know, whatever. But I think as long as people believe in that, uh, whatever you said about transactions and, and, and 
uh, works-based faith, it'll never happen. Because so much bad happens in San Francisco <laughs> that nobody would ever believe in, in, in Christianity. Think about it. A couple of gay dudes, they get AIDS. They're going to blame God. Why did you give me AIDS? You know, seriously, that's what people think, though. Why did you not give me a baby? Why did you give me AIDS? Why did you make me lose this yeah. football game? Why did the Warriors lose to the <laughs> Lakers? That had nothing to do with God. Seriously. And that, but that's the, like, I honestly learned that way back as a kid. But I never really applied it to my life because I'm thinking if that's if there's no reward base, what's the purpose? Seriously, I never understood why they prayed for others or just for the glory of God. I never understood it until just recently. That's my point. Well, it's because now, now you know the truth and you know what Christ does and does. And here's the thing: it's hard to, it's hard for me to even say that right without like giving you the gospel first, giving you what Christ did for you and all of us, because here's the thing, all of that stuff doesn't make a lot of sense unless you have Christ. It, it really doesn't. It, it's hard to, to like, if I were to think of this in secular terms, like it makes no sense, man. And I would reasonably as a hu flawed human being, blame god blame what not for things that don't happen and unfortunately that's how a lot of people are because we're selfish so that aspect of why didn't god do this for me you you think god is an atm machine and i hate this because this kind of leads into prosperity gospel where people you know it's just it, it, no, no no but here's the thing here's where people think i would be called the hypocrite i honestly believe if you are a true christian you're going to be hella rich. And I mean hella wealthy. Because why? You know, that lifestyle that is taught in, through Christianity helps you focus mm -hmm. on becoming super successful and no matter what you do. It doesn't guarantee you to be the best, but you will be extremely successful. Right. And whether it's, you know, in every aspect of your life, despite medical flaws, even if you're a blind man, if you're a blind man, if you're deaf, it'll still work for you. You don't need, and this is why, like, I, like, I wouldn't pray for health because it doesn't matter. You could be in a wheelchair, never get healed, and still be prosperous, yeah. still have a good wife, still have, well, I don't know if you could have kids, if your thing don't work, but you know what I mean? Well, yeah, you could adopt. That's the point. There's a lot of things you can do, mm -hmm. even disabled, even mentally ill. And that's why it's like, so there is no real point to pray for better health. Because why? Because you're already given everything. Right. You just don't know it when you're not a Christian. Right. Or understand, because you could be a Christian and still not understand, you know, how to love yourself and and how to love others and, and that guy. But, but here's the thing for atheists. I don't want to go off into too much of a tangent, but here's the thing. What makes no sense to most people, uh, well, atheists, I should say, God has the power to destroy everything. So why wouldn't he use that power to control us? Seriously, if he could destroy the 
planet and the universe with a snap of the fingers, why won't he destroy us or control our lives, control our destinies? Mm -hmm. And it's, he doesn't because he loves us. That's why. Just like, you know, as a parent, did your dad try to control you 24-7 or did he limit his control over you so you can grow up to be who you are? You know what I mean? Got it. You got it. And that's, and that's how atheists don't understand that. <laughs> and here's the thing about the last thing I'll say about faith and works, right? Here's the thing. How do you become part of the family? How do you become one of God's children, right? Or, or, or saved, as they say. You're born into it. The term born again comes from being part of the family, right? Which mm -hmm. means if you accept Christ, you're part of the family, which means you won't perish. You know, you'll have eternal life. But here's also another thing I want to say. Just like a father-child relationship, if you move all the way to the ends of the earth and you never spoke to your father, you never did things for him or anything, does that not make him your father? Yep. Consequently, if you did all these good things for your father and it was proud of everything, does that make him your father or any less of your father? No, it's the same deal. So it's like a family where it's like, no matter how bad you go or how far once saved, always saved, you know, and I want to leave. You know what's funny? Yeah. Does that mean your father doesn't love you if he's never been a part of your life? I mean, seriously. Yeah. A lot of kids don't understand that. They hate their dads. Oh, my dad was locked up in prison or my dad was a deadbeat. Yeah, but just because he was a deadbeat doesn't mean he didn't love you. He was just didn't know how to love you because he's a deadbeat. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's reasons why people are deadbeats. There's reason why a lot of things happen. And mostly it's because people are in bad spaces. People are... You know, there's a million excuses. Why did this woman kill that man? Amber, why did she kill him? Why did she kill him? You know, I honestly believe she is suffering from some form of PTSD. Shouldn't have been a cop. That's a real thing. Most police officers do suffer from PTSD. Mm -hmm. And we have to somehow, some way do a better job helping our cops get better you know yeah and it's a real thing and you know and until we start addressing mm -hmm. you know the requirements and mental health of, of cops and what they go through because i don't care what anybody says when you beat somebody up and you and you know that messes with your head and if obviously if you kill somebody make somebody bleed yeah, it, it ain't a good feeling. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a good feeling like when you're doing it, like it's a rush. But afterwards, you're like, fuck, dude, I'm like a monkey. You know what I mean? It's like, shit, no wonder why they think we're gorillas. <laughs> no, but it's the truth. Like, you know why? And, and but it, if it messes with your head, you know why? I mean, I don't know. Uh, uh, but it's the truth. Most people, you know, on the streets or when they're dealing with blacks, they go, man, that fucking gorilla. You know what I mean? And then when you do it, it's like, man, no wonder why these guys think I'm a gorilla because, you know, I just beat the crap out of somebody and it wasn't even close. I didn't stop or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the, we got to really look at the mental state of what these cops really go through. What do these cops really go through? I mean, look, I, but me personally, I think something happened on a personal level. It would be interesting to know if these people were dating or something, or maybe she was jealous or something. Uh, uh, but, yeah. but whatever it was, it's irrelevant. 
she has to be, I think the judge, like, seriously, that judge shocked me. When she did the hugging and gave her the Bible and was going with her through the Bible passages and telling her, you know what I mean? That was pretty awesome, dude. Like, that was, yeah. that's like, I'm like, that you want to be like that. You know, like, I, I don't know, but she would be the same age. She looked like she was in her 70s, you know what I mean? She looked older. Yeah. Like uh, my Christian parents, like older black people. But yeah, I, I don't know. But that's powerful, man. You know what I mean? It really is. I it, it just kind of reminded me of like the slavery days. You know what I mean? Like that's how they used to be. Like they didn't care. And that's like, why they were so successful. Because yeah. Really right after slavery ended, they were successful because they never turned away from Christ. Never. And that I think that that is the solution because we have all the historical evidence to back it up. Really, mm -hmm. because you don't have to even look at, oh, well, what were the laws or what were white people doing? Just look at the track record. Look at what humans built when they were focused on God. Look at what Michelangelo, even though he was Catholic, look at what Michelangelo was able to accomplish mm -hmm. and Vinci and some of these great, you'll find that they were all men of faith to some degree. It was just like, dude, you know, they weren't wasting their time with other things or like, I bet you even if like somebody burned down Da Vinci's like morgue of bodies he was using to examine, he probably wouldn't care. He'd probably just go to the next one and find another one. You know, that's, yeah, that's the attitude. The Catholics were against him. Just like mother Teresa, mother Teresa had to fight with the Pope because the Pope was against her. Initially she didn't listen. <laughs> people, people were wondering like when they say well catholicism was the main christianity uh, all through the ages so why where were the christians it's like guys the, as many catholics as you think existed there were as many baptist christians you know who were getting killed the people who were getting killed people think were like jews and muslims during like the the, the crusades and whatnot nah it was bible believing baptists that were getting killed Yes, no, but you know, like, I honestly believe too that a lot of these people were just like, you know what? I want to live. I'll still believe in Jesus the way I know to believe in Jesus based on the Bible. And you guys go ahead and do Hail Marys. Yeah. I don't want to die. I'm not going to judge you. I'll just stay in the morgue, start drawing pictures. <laughs> you know what? That's an in incredible uh, uh, thought because that's that's how we we will we'll never really know. But I think like Michelangelo and and um, Da Vinci and all that. I mean, that's divine inspiration right there. That's like keeping your faith, you know. And and yeah, the amazing things that you accomplish when you're not like carnally minded. It's just. Yeah, it's it's amazing, right? And uh, I don't know, like I think that was good. That was good. Do you have any final thoughts? Because that's that's a good way to. I mean, that's like what an incredible act of kindness and yeah. No, but I'm telling you, but that's how it's done. She that's was that judge and the brother, and uh, you know, like I hope they they maintain their strength because I know the pressure is going to be great on them. I these uh, Black Lives Matter need to mind their own business. It's not, but see, Texas is turning blue. I'm telling you now, Texas is really turning blue. And how does this start? You start taking away Jesus. Once you take away Jesus, it's downhill from there. They took it away from our schools, from our churches, from our you know communities. It's not that everybody loves these mega churches that are all 
work-based type of religions. Look at us and our fancy Ferraris because God's blessed me. No, you actually worked hard on it. God didn't even care. You know what I mean? Like God doesn't care if you drive a Ferrari or not. It's just what you want. You, you know, you love yourself. You love your neighbors. You know, you understand the carnal mind and you were ethical in your business where hope and you know what I mean? And therefore you're successful and that's how it works. So, but either way, yeah, this was, uh, I just want to thank that lady Hawk. <laughs> yeah, thank you for stuff, guys. Yeah. Further things you want, you guys want us to cover, uh, let us know and we'll talk further about it. But hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your days. Happy 100th episode because that's pretty, pretty awesome. Dude, that is awesome. Wow, 100. I God, I can't believe it. 100, G. Dude, do you know like that one lawyer we were talking about yesterday? That guy only has 77 episodes and he's been doing it for two years. Who? Yeah, some lawyer. Like, remember I was talking oh, about oh, we went oh, to LA? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, but no, good stuff, man. We'll talk All soon. Right.